Hello, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week we are talking about Season 2, Episode 19. Yep. And that episode is titled An Affair to Forget. Yes, it is. Ooh, yeah. All right, let's get into the episode description. Go for it. Because we got a lot of stuff to say. Okay, so when Ellen and Rob announce they are getting married, Grace is forced to reveal her secret to Will, that she slept with Rob. During Rob's bachelor party, Jack is confused by his arousal during a lap dance. <laughs> that is a fairly accurate yeah. summary. I think uh, I was really upset when I realized that this episode was going to be a Rob and Ellen episode. Uh, I hate them so much. But I was a little pleasantly surprised that this is the first time I've actually enjoyed seeing Rob and Ellen on screen. And I think it's only because they were fighting. Possibly, Yes. I agree, because the last time we saw them was the episode with our good friends John and Yoko, whose yes. actual names I forgot. Yeah, I don't know what their names were. But they were cool and much more fun than Rob and Ellen. Right. And but Rob and Ellen are either fighting or separated for most of this episode yes. because of the aforementioned affair. And it's actually really great because it makes them better. Sort of. I don't, it makes yeah. them more interesting and less disgusting. They're just more palatable this way, right. I think. They should always be in separate rooms. Right. Um, so yeah, basically we got this plot where um, Rob and Ellen are over at Will and Grace's apartment doing the, well, it's actually Will's apartment. Right. But they're doing their game night and they're playing. Obviously Will and Grace are winning. Will and Grace are totally winning and it's like Rob and Ellen have to win in six or seven seconds to right. win. And then they win in four because they're like, people who are getting married, us. And like Grace like just is so competitive as we've seen before that she just like cannot focus on them announcing that they're getting married. Because right. She's just like, but four seconds. How, how did they do that? How did they beat us? <laughs> and then Will's like, no, sweetie, they're telling us something. They're not playing the game. <laughs> and so because apparently Rob and Ellen have no other friends, right. Will is asked to be the best man and Grace is asked to be the maid of honor. Well, it kind of seems like they have friends from out of town. Maybe. Or like boring friends. I don't know. But I don't, they're, all their friends are garbage, except yeah, Will and Grace. Yeah, apparently Will and Grace are the cream of the crop of their garbage friends. I mean, it kind of seems that way from this episode. And so they're both asked to stand up at the wedding, and Will immediately says yes to being the best man, but Grace is like, oh, I can't be your maid of honor because you don't want to have two redheads in the wedding party. <laughs> but as she tells Will later, it's because she slept with Rob. Right. So, and then he calls her a little minx, and right. it's very funny. I thought the timing of the affair made sense, but it was kind of surprising to hear that it took place during season one. Yes, I thought so too, but I think it does make sense. Like, it's one of those things, we mentioned this before, where it's like a retcon kind of. Right. But it actually makes sense in the narrative of the show, so we don't really care. And it makes sense that she wouldn't tell Will because, as he does, he just calls her a little minx all episode. Right. He, like, can't get over how tickled he is about it like right. he's just making fun of her and like can't listen to any of her realistic concerns well and of course then jack finds out and he has the same thing oh my god jack finds out in the best possible way because he doesn't know right but he's like grace will told me like and i just can't believe you do that and she's like how come you told him i slept with rob and he's like works every time <laughs> <laughs> and then karen finds out because she shows up at grace's apartment and just like immediately calls it she like does that thing again where she just like can immediately predict who grace has had sex with right especially when it's someone inappropriate yes and so she's like, like, oh my god, you slept with the groom. You slept with the groom. And then Grace drops an entire tray table of sandwiches. Because <laughs> they're having a picnic again. Oh my god, because Grace still hasn't unpacked her apartment and still does not have furniture. <laughs> oh, uh, it's a picnic. Again. A- again. You're doing one of your little picnics, huh? <laughs> so nice. I hope you didn't put yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but we get some, there's some really funny stuff in this episode, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, it's mostly based around these two bachelor bachelor parties that right. are across the hall. And it's really funny because, like, we see, like, Will and Jack attempt to plan a straight guy's bachelor party. Oh, my God. Will and Jack trying to imagine the world of a straight guy 
is literally the best part of the episode. And maybe one of the best moments all season. Yes, it's so great. Especially with them both being like, ugh. Like, Jack is like, straight marriage is just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) If God wanted men and women to be together, he would have given them both penises. And Will's like, yeah, I believe that uh, Pope RuPaul II said that. (laughs) Which, by the way, if RuPaul was Pope, I'd be so religious. I would be so religious if RuPaul was the Pope. I would go to church every goddamn Sunday and work. Mm -hmm. I think RuPaul, you should think about that as like a, a fifth act. Yeah, I think. Being I, a, a gay pope. I think she's there. Mm-hmm. I think we can do that. She probably already is. We don't even know it. You know that RuPaul has her own podcast and it's so fun, but every few seconds she advertises Casper mattresses with Michelle Visage and every time Ryan, our friend, and I talk, we're like, oh, I was listening to RuPaul's podcast. Like, did you do it on your Casper mattress? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this episode should be sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Dude, if Casper Mattresses wanted to sponsor our podcast, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, I mean, I would totally work Casper Mattresses into the conversation of this podcast. For example, I have a bed. It might be a Casper Mattress. It might be. If you give me money, it'll definitely be a Casper Mattress. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Will and uh, Jack decide that they're going to, they're going to think, like, they're going to go to, like, backwards world they're gonna think okay what was the thing that they would never ever do because then obviously they should do that for and then they get it right because they hire a female stripper they do they hire a stripper who's a woman except admittedly it's not great for this bachelor party because like rob is not into it right rob's like i can't because my fiance's across the hall and then the other guy's like well and then also rob's like and also i have a hernia right and he has a hernia and then the other guy was like my lap is pretty tender. And then Will is like, what does that mean? And we never get an answer. We never know. We never find out about his lap. And then, and then Jack taking pity on this poor stripper who is just like completely like no one wants any part of it. She's like dressed as a cop. Yeah. And it's really funny because then Jack makes a joke. He's like, well, I've copped a field, but I've never felt a cop. Um, such a bad joke. So he, I know, right? Um, but so then Jack like volunteers to go first and just like does like the world's most comical man spreading where he just like his legs are so far apart. I'm demonstrating this for <laughs> Thank Matthew. you for demonstrating. They're so far apart and it's ridiculous. Like it looks like he's about to give birth. It's a really a toss up over which bachelor party is the worst because there's the stripper that no one wants to sleep with at right. the male party and then at the female you know party. You don't sleep with strippers typically, right? I mean some bachelor parties you sleep with the stripper. I've never been to a bachelor party. Me either. My dad once planned a bachelor party and he did hire a stripper and my mom thought it was the funniest thing. I was so young. It was his best friend uh, uh-huh. from high school and he was marrying like his high school sweetheart. It's very cute. That's gross. I was like four or five at this point. And I just remember like them discussing like my dad's like, I feel so weird because this is the 90s. He like had to go through a phone book to find this place to hire a stripper. Yep. And my mom was just like making fun of me like, make sure you get a good one. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to spend all that money on a bad stripper. Right. That that begs the question, did Jack and Will open a phone book to find a stripper? Probably. She seemed to do a good job. She, Mm -hmm. like, had the whole, like, cop line. Mm -hmm. It was very funny. It didn't seem like Grace had any entertainment at her party at all, though. Well, hers was a bridal shower. Those are different. I mean, okay. Those are more like you give gifts and it's boring. That sounds boring, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the bachelor party and the bridal shower were happening at the same time, but oh my god! Because comic comic instincts. Wait, let's stop for a second and remember that uh, Will and Jack had a book of things that they were like reading off of when the strippers showed up. Yes. Because Will's not like, as your lawyer, I'm going to advise you not to say with anything without me present. But as your bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks at he looks at Jack. He's like, did I did I do that right? And then Jack like points to the book. He's like, I think you're supposed to say woo afterwards. Mm-hmm. And he's like, woo. <laughs> Uh, it's really too bad that the first half of this episode is so good because there's so many problems right. with the second like, half. That's the thing is like the first half is so solid. It's very funny and I'm all about it. 
But it kind of takes a turn for the worst once we get to this point in which, so Jack rushes out of the party and he's in like some back-ass stairwell that we've never seen before. Yeah, that was weird. And he's talking to Will and he's like, oh my God, I got excited during my lap dance. And Will's like, what? Like excited, like I want to try on your outfit excited? (laughs) And he's like, no, like, like excited. Like, so Jack got a boner. Right. Which I would like to say is also a retcon because he's definitely got a boner that one time he was dancing with Karen, but... True. That's fine. But so anyways, For the retcons, whatever. So, right. So Jack is having a crisis because he thinks that he got a boner from a woman. And he right. did get a boner from a woman, just as an FYI. Right. And so he's, like, freaking out. And, like, Will is making fun of him, being like, oh, my God, you're so gay. You've looped around a straight. And then he's Which like, is, we've said that about Jack before, <laughs> I think. He is really gay. So that seems possible. It explains the relationship with Karen a lot. Yeah. I mean, they do kiss, and mm-hmm. he's her But Karen is also basically a gay man. Karen is, like, a, Yeah. She's interesting. She's 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 one of those bisexual women who's basically a gay man, but they're still a bisexual woman. Right. Um, but yeah, so then we have like him telling Will, and then Will's response is to go and tell Grace, and then when he tells Grace, he makes fun of Grace for being a minx again, and right. then Ellen overhears it, thus perpetuating the second arc of bullshit that happens. Right. So essentially what happens is we have Jack having this crisis of identity, thinking he's not a proper gay man because a woman gave him a boner. Which is a lot, Which frankly. is a lot for the way like, that they play it. Was a, like, even before Karen comes out and offers to replicate the friction, like, it's just friction, man. Like, right. So, like, Karen basically comes out to, like, reenact the lap dance right. so that he can figure out what happened. But, like, it kind of just ignores that. It's just friction. Like, right. I think in general, if you are, like, a sexually active person and someone was, like, grinding, grinding on you in your lap, you right. might get turned off. You might get a boner. Right. Yeah. And so then... So then the stripper, her name is Carla, comes out and she says to Jack, you know, like, I never do this, but I think you're really cute. And she gives him her card. Right. And that's when things are terrible. Right. So it turns out the stripper's trans. Right. And then Jack, like, is relieved because apparently the stripper has not had bottom surgery and ergo he's still gay. Right. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, come on! Like, I just, like, I literally wrote what the fuck, like, 14 times in my notes. Because <laughs> I'm like, this episode was going so well! And then yeah. just crashed and burned because we're being transphobic yet again. Right. And it's just very frustrating to me because, especially because it just, there's so many problems with it, but, like, the overarching problem is, like, clearly Carla who's the stripper is a woman right there's no debating that right like she says her name is Carla she says she's a woman and like regardless of whatever fucking genitals she has she's a woman god damn it Jack you got turned on by a lady fucking deal with it you little bisexual okay let's not yell I'm just a little angry I can tell it's just it's very frustrating because there's just so many assumptions that are going into it like this idea that all like trans people have to have bottom surgery or they're not like really a person right of the gender they claim and it just it's very frustrating and it just makes me want to like lie down and take a nap well admittedly when they give the actual trans character a voice on the show she gets more to say than other characters have in the past in the show. That is true. Like, I mean, it's like a slight improvement. Right. I mean, it's, it's definitely not great. I'm not like going to pat them on the back for it, but she does get to talk and she talks a little bit about right. her transition. So. Well, and, and she's really like open about where she's at with. Right. Like she's, and she's like, seems chill with it. Like she's. Right. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's still played for laughs and she's still like saying like, I'll be a girl in the fall. God damn it. But right. like, it's, it's still funny. It's a very 90s portrayal of yes whether or not that's actually how trans people talked about themselves in the 90s I, all we have are media representations right so um, basically at least she gets a voice for right. a change like every other time we've had a trans joke on the show right. it's been like in the abstract 
So at least considering right. that they make it about an actual person this time, well, he I, does get to speak. I think based on, I mean, and this is making a little bit of a, a jump from the actual textual dialogue, but it seems like Carla is aware that Jack is gay. Because it's really obvious. And like, it's still like, mm-hmm. I never do this, but like, here's my card anyways. Like, right. Yeah, so there, there's also that. Um, it's like a glimpse of a more queer identity than this show lets its characters have Right, and I think that's the thing, is if this episode were replicated now, I feel like we could get into a little bit more of the nuances of Mm -hmm. her possible queer identity, Mm -hmm. but considering that this happened in 2000, it's very cut and dry, it's Jack, oh my god, I got Mm -hmm. turned on by a woman, oh, it's okay, she has a penis. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just, it's not funny, and it's just not cool, and it made me very sad. But on the other hand, Karen... For not cool reasons, does offer to get her a bunch of money so she can have her surgery. She does, but... So that's... I mean, it's to terrify her mother-in-law, which right. is bad, but it's to help her, which is good. Yeah. This is kind of like this episode of It's Always Sunny we were just talking about, where, right. like, one character gets called a Frenchman, but, like, it's to keep him from getting crushed by a piano. So, like, objectively, it's possibly morally positive. Yeah, but... I think Karen's action is morally positive. Right. It does appear that this woman does want to have bottom surgery, right. and she says that she's saving up for it. So, I guess, in the abstract, if she wanted to hire her for her actual services as a stripper and pay her a bunch of money that she could use... Right. For her snippity-doo-dah, as <laughs> Karen said, which was funny, but it's not funny. It would have been funny if, like, Carla had said that. Yeah. But it wasn't funny. That was the least bad part of it. And admittedly, yes. It was kind of clever, Ka- It least. was kind of clever, and Karen was, like, mostly being supportive. Right. So I guess I'll give that, like, uh, on, like, the gray scale of morality, like, it leans more towards white. Right. But it's still pretty gray. It's still pretty gray. But I mean, out of oh, stop. Fifty Shades Darker in theaters now. Stop. (laughs) This episode was not sponsored by Fifty Shades Darker in theaters now. You be nice. I'm gonna smother you in a Casper mattress. (laughs) Could you? They do come in a bag, actually. Did you? That sounds great. Because then I could just put you back in the bag and be like, oh, it didn't work out for me, and then send it back to the company, and you'd be. And my my dead body would be in. I put you inside the mattress, so they would notice right away. Well, that's the thing is, like, they're so memory foamy that this is not an advertisement for Casper Casper mattresses, (laughs) by the way. But like, they do. They come. They're all folded up in like a box, and then they they unfold and like they. Like, expand, and it's it's quite magical. Wow, that sounds like a convenient way to order a mattress. It does, Casper Mattresses. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Casper Mattresses. <laughs> but RuPaul is, and I love RuPaul. Okay, so let's talk about the second half of this problematic shit show of an episode. Yeah, so the other half is, so Ellen finds out that Rob slept with Grace, and we get the full backstory, which is like, Blah, blah, like... It was when Grace... They were all sad, everyone was broken up with... So everyone was single, so like... Right, so like, objectively, again, talking on the great scale of morality, leans towards white. Like, everyone was free to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Right, I thought that was interesting in this episode. Like, I mean, obviously, like, you don't want to have your main character be an adulterer, especially not in, like, the early 2000s. But, like, it goes out of its way to make sure that it's like, okay, everyone was single, Mm -hmm. everyone was a consenting adult. Hilariously, once we get to about 2005, adultery becomes super hot on TV. I think it's possibly Grey's Anatomy... Where we get the Dirty Mistress Club. But anyways, so coming back to it. Anyways, right now adultery is not cool. Adultery is not cool in 2000. Adultery is not cool. But the problem is really more that Rob never tells Ellen about this and they never like... And like also that Grace never tells Ellen about it, I think is the implication. Just that no one told Ellen. And Ellen's upset. Which is fair. I would probably be pretty upset even if I like had broken up with someone, gotten back together with them, if I found out one of my well, and no- nothing else. It's ruining the bachelor party and bridal shower. That's true. It's a very inconvenient timing. Yeah, and well, and all the friends know about it now because <laughs> they go in and tell each other's friends about it. Oh my it. god, this is exactly why I hate Rob and Ellen because they're like, let's. I don't want anyone to know about this. Ellen says as she storms into Will's apartment and announces to all of their male friends mm-hmm. that 
Grace and Rob slept together. Yep. And then he does the exact same thing to the girl party. Right. The problem is that after Ellen barricades herself in Will's closet, like, decides that the only solution is to have sex with Will. Yeah. Which, like, haha, that's funny, because Will's a gay man. But also then, like, she means it. Yeah, like, and then it gets into this really uncomfortable scene where it starts off, like, joking. Like, she's like, the only way for us to get even is if I sleep with you, because then it hurts Grace and it hurts Rob. And then, like, Will's like, ha, no. Like, and then... Admittedly, that wouldn't probably hurt Grace or Rob. It no. would probably hurt Rob. Grace would be like, why did you just assault Will? Yes. So that's the thing. It's like, it turns it turns from, like, a kind of, like, funny, like, a, like joking seduction into, like, Will, like, is trying to comfort her. And then she jumps on him and literally starts sexually assaulting him. Right. Like, there's... It, it's no joke. She is straddling him. She's grinding her junk into his junk. And she's kissing him without his consent. And right. that is straight-up sexual assault, and it is not funny, and the episode plays it for laughs. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even... I don't know if the episode even plays it for laughs as much as it just, like, doesn't care. Right, like, that's... Like, it's not, it's not, like, the scene is funny because he's being straddled by Ellen. I don't think... It, I think that's more debatable, but I think the point is that the episode doesn't care that one of the other characters is, like, assaulting the other character. Right, like, they just don't even seem to realize it. It just seems right. to be completely outside of their vocabulary. For them, the the joke seems to be like, ah, ha, ha, it's a woman and a gay man. Right. La, 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 Well, I mean, this is part of a broader cultural context of male sexual assault not being a mm-hmm. thing. Oh, until, absolutely. I mean, not, like, not being a thing. Right, obviously. no, absolutely. Whenever you see any implication of, like, a man being sexually assaulted in most media, it is always played for laughs. And if it's not played for laughs, it's definitely not treated seriously. Well, or if it isn't played for laughs, it's because it's man a man. Yeah, that's also true. Like, we mm-hmm. just, in general, male victims of sexual assault in media are just not treated as victims. Right. And it's really bullshit. I mean, like, not even getting into all the gender stuff where, like, most female victims of sexual assault exist on Law and Order SVU. Right. But, like, we just, in general, sexual assault on television is just not treated mm-hmm. in any sort of realistic way. And it's really a bummer. And, yeah, so this episode just, like, went from being kind, like, really funny to, like, uh, to then, like, like, it just, it's not funny. It's no. not funny to, like, try to make a straight girl rape a gay guy on television and giggle about it. Right. It's not cool. So, yeah. Problematic episode is problematic. So here are some things that they could have possibly done to make that scene better. Not had it. <laughs> Literally that. Or, like, if at any point Will had been like, no, I don't want to sleep with you. And she had been like, oh. And climbed off of him. But she didn't. And, like, then we see him run out of the bedroom in his underwear. Like, right. with, with his pants pulled down. So, like, clearly she was just carrying on merrily assaulting him. Right. And it's not cool. And then, like, the episode culminates with, like, Rob and Ellen fucking in Will's bedroom. Yeah, that was also gross. So we're back to Rob and Ellen being disgusting humans again. So, like, here's the thing. Like, this episode, for a hot second, almost made me like Rob and Ellen. And then it made Ellen into an almost rapist. And it made then, me like both of them less. And yeah, and so I hate them. I just really hate Rob and Ellen, and this is why straight people are terrible. Right. This is why straight marriage is an abomination. This is RuPaul, Pope RuPaul II has our back on this one. Straight marriage is an abomination. But the episode ends with Will and Grace leaving to not get dinner, but to go get new sheets and perhaps invest in a Casper mattress. <laughs> I don't think even a Casper mattress can salvage that bedroom. I think they I gotta think they, burn it. That's what I'm saying. I think they gotta get rid of Will's old Casper mattress. And get a new Casper mattress, because as we all know, the only problem with Will's old Casper mattress is that it's had sex on it. By straights. By straights. The only thing that can destroy a Casper mattress is straight sex. It's because of the, the semen of the vagina fluids. They it, it, This is science. When the semen of the vagina fluids touch a Casper mattress, it actually starts to just kind of eat away at the memory foam. Have you ever seen a Casper mattress? Yes, I, I have I in the showrooms. <laughs> I don't think they have 
room, I, you liar. I'm pretty sure. They don't let women see them because of the, the vaginal fluids you see. You know There's who, the chance that a man could come by and the woman would be like, oh, I am so sexually attracted to you, I can't control myself. And then they have sex and then an entire stock of Casper's mattresses would be ruined. You know who else is sponsored by Casper Mattress? Hmm. Lena Dunham's Women of the Hour. Wow. They are really getting their fingers into a lot of different podcasts. They really are, yes. Um, they but- seem interested in... Uh, supporting the podcast market. I agree. So perhaps if anyone has any contracts at Casper Mattresses. <laughs> um, no, but actually they did. It's um, They do sponsor Women of the Hour. And Women of the Hour actually did have a really interesting episode um, that was talking about dating and sex and sexuality in their first season. And one of the people they interviewed was Hari Neff. And, it was ta- mm. and she was talking about her experiences with having sex since coming out as trans. Okay. And it was really interesting because she talked about how sometimes she does sleep with gay men and... Um, they're a little freaked out by her being a girl, but right. like she has bits that they're familiar with. So she's like, sometimes it's fun to have sex. So mm-hmm. I have sex with gay man right. and it's fine. But yeah, so I would recommend checking out that episode if you want to get a little bit more of a nuanced uh, view of uh, trans women's sexuality. Yeah. You're not going to get that at Will and Grace. You're definitely not going to get that. Nuance is not their strong suit, but especially not when it comes to queer issues outside of straight cis women right. and straight not straight. But if you've been listening to this podcast, obviously you know that. <laughs> yes. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, I'm... Surprise! <laughs> we have some thoughts about the way they treat sexuality on Will and Grace. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Okay, I think that is everything we wanted to talk about. Is that true? Yeah, All right. I think so. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We're sorry this episode kind of took a meander into talking about consent and Casper mattresses. <laughs> Two things that always go together beautifully. They always go together well. Always consent to Casper mattresses. <laughs> it's <their> new slogan. <laughs> Matthew, do you want to tell everyone where they can find us on the internet? Absolutely. You can find us on Twitter at Not A Couple Show, on Tumblr at notacouplepodcast.tumblr.com, or send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. We post show notes on Medium, and our podcast is hosted on Mixcloud. And it is not sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Yet. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Um, We'll be back again next week. All right. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been... um, Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been... Not a couple. Bye-bye. This episode could be sponsored by Casper Mattresses, a leading provider of mattresses and podcast sponsorships. Alas, it is not sponsored by Casper Mattresses.